Welcome to the second part of this video tutorial on using the histogram and the basic adjustment panel in Adobe Lightroom. I now want to look at how we can use the basic adjustment tools to adjust a poorly exposed image. This is a photograph I took on holiday in Scotland last year. It's not a particularly good photograph, but it does suffer from a classic example of overexposed sky. The sky was actually blue on this day, but the overexposure has almost turned it white. There's a lot of highlight clipping here. This kind of issue is very easy to correct in Lightroom, especially if you're dealing with a raw image such as this one. The first thing to do is to adjust the highlight slider to bring back some of the exposure in the sky. I can also use the exposure slider to improve it even more, darkening the overall image to give us better colours in the sky. I might just back off on the highlight slider and then reduce the whites a little just to give me a little more detail in the sky. These tools aren't magic, so you can't recover everything. The only issue here is that the foreground is now definitely underexposed, with a lot of very dark areas and some shadow clipping. Fortunately, this is an easy thing to fix in Lightroom. I can use the shadow slider to increase that foreground exposure. Also, I can use the black slider and balance the effect between the two sliders. Having made these shadow corrections, the image does look a bit flat to me, which is a common effect when lifting the shadows. This is where the presence tools come into play, especially the clarity slider. Let's increase that. You can see that it improves the visual clarity, giving more punch to the textures. If I push it too far, it has a strange effect, looking almost like an illustration. If I reduce the slider, it softens the whole image, which might be a useful effect in the future. Subtlety is the key with these adjustments, and I rarely go above plus 30 on the clarity slider. Something like that is great. The final thing I'd like to use is the saturation slider, which adjusts the vividness of the colours. Decreasing it turns the image black and white, and increasing it makes the colours more vivid. Again, subtlety is key, just so I add some colour back into the foreground, making it look a little bit more punchy. Let's do a quick side-by-side -side comparison with the original. I think you can see the improvements. When dealing with a JPEG image, such as this one taken at the same time with exactly the same camera settings, you need to take more care. Overexposed values, such as the sky here, can often not be recovered in the same way as you might do with a RAW file. I'll demonstrate that, decreasing the highlight slider. A little bit of recovery has occurred, but much of the sky has not been recovered, and has either gone an unnatural green, or has actually gone grey. This is because Lightroom is trying to darken the white overexposed values, but there is simply nothing left to recover, so it turns whites to grey instead. Again, the exposure slider doesn't make much difference either. So if you're using JPEGs in your camera, a good idea is to actually deliberately underexpose the image. In other words, expose it for the highlights. In this image, the sky is fairly well exposed and it's close to the best I could expect from a JPEG in this situation. The real problem is the underexposed foreground, as you can see. Fortunately, JPEGs retain more shadow information, so the shadow slider can be very effective here. You can see that the histogram now looks a bit more balanced, with the tones moving towards the middle. Again, this could benefit from some clarity and some saturation, like that. 
and you can see that it's not dissimilar to the effect that I achieved using the RAW file. So, make sure you expose for the highlights. It's very good practice, especially when shooting JPEGs. We'll move on now to the final image. I'd like to take a look at the Vibrant slider here and compare it to the Saturation slider we just used. Starting with the Saturation slider, if I wanted to increase the vividness of some of the colours in the image, the sky for instance, I would want to increase the saturation. The problem is that by the time the sky is more vivid, it's also dramatically saturated the oranges in the skin tones here. This really isn't a very pleasant look, and I'm sure the subject won't be happy with this fake tanning effect. This is where the Vibrant slider comes into its own. Let's reset the saturation. I can increase the Vibrance and give some really nice tones to these blues and the pinks down here, but it's also protected the skin tones. Now it hasn't completely protected them, there are some slight differences if we look back in the history. But it's had a much better effect than the saturation slider did. Be careful when choosing which of these two sliders to use. They both have their roles to play and it's up to you to decide. So there we've seen the histogram, which is a very useful tool for judging the exposure of your image and the basic panel tools which allow you to adjust the exposure and the presence of your image.